this is Jamie Andelin, and you are listening to my podcast, Your Turn on Desire. I am a wife and a mother. I'm a women's sexuality coach, and I'm an intimacy advocate. But enough about me, because this podcast is all about you and helping you learn how to enjoy sex and look forward to sex in your marriage. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, (laughs) wherever you are in the world. I am so excited that you're here listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. This episode is such a powerful episode because we are talking about the shift. I'm going to ask you this question Are you open to just one shift? changing everything for you. One shift in the way you think about sex can change literally your whole experience with sex in your relationship. Are you open to the fact that one shift can turn on your desire for sex? One shift can heal all the resentment. One shift can make you want to initiate sex more often. One shift can make sex a place you go to refuel instead of it being a burden. One shift in the way you think can change how you respond to your husband's touch. I want to take some time and share some shifts that I've experienced and also my clients that changed everything for us. And I want to start with a shift that changed everything for my husband and I. This happened in a bathroom one evening when my husband initiated sex and I wasn't ready. And then he became grumpy and distant that evening. I felt this one shift inside of me. The shift was this idea that we were either headed towards this intimate connection or we were headed away from it. With every interaction we had, we were headed to the land of connection or the land of disconnect. And that I could choose connection no matter what my husband was choosing. In this moment, when he was grumpy and disconnected, I chose to connect. I got off the bus that was headed towards disconnect, and I chose to get on the bus that was headed towards where I wanted to go, connection. I opened up my heart, and I felt a desire to understand my husband more than I wanted to be understood And I wanted to share my honest heart with him after I completely connected with him. When I jumped off the disconnect bus, my heart softened and I turned to him and I said, I want you to know that I'm going to have sex with you. I want to have sex with you. I'm going to have sex with you whether you're choosing to be grumpy and distant or happy and connected because I love you no matter how you feel, and I want to share love with you through making love. But please tell me more about why you choose to be grumpy and distant 
when we aren't going to have sex in the moment you had decided we were going to have sex? Why can't we just both believe that great sex is always around the corner and there's no need to worry? Why can't we just choose to stay connected no matter what? If what we want is to feel loved and connected, then why do we have to wait for sex to make us feel this way? Why can't we just choose that love and connection no matter what? When we believe that great sex is going to happen no matter what, and we believe that feeling loved and connected is always available for us, we behave differently. We are kinder to each other. We are open with each other and not defensive. I like the way we behave when we believe good sex is always going to happen. Nobody needs to worry about whether it's going to happen or not. And feeling loved and connected isn't contingent on where we have sex or when we have sex or when it happens or any of that. We were able to put the shift to the test and it turns out that we have more sex from this one shift than when we were waiting for sex to be the thing that made us feel connected. Trying on new beliefs and shifts is like trying on new clothes. We can try them on and see what results they create for us. If we like the results, then we keep the shifts. If we don't like the results, then we open ourselves up to a new shift. Like, What is a new way I can see this person? I can see their words. What, what's a new way I could look at this situation that would really help me go where I'm wanting to go? What is a new way of looking at this perspective that would cause me to have actions and behaviors that I feel good about, that I feel at peace with about myself? Another shift for me was that I could have sex no matter what mood I was in. No matter how connected or disconnected I felt, no matter what hard things had happened that day, that I could enjoy good sex and I could allow myself to have good pleasurable sex no matter how tired I was in the middle of receiving sad news after a funeral while the kids were awake, etc. The shift was I didn't need to wait to feel good or perfect or to have some kind of ideal situation before I allowed myself the sexual and emotional connection that was waiting for me. My client Stacy's shift was when she realized for herself that she had been believing that sex and sexiness was supposed to be serious and there were all these rules around sex that she had to follow. And then she realized that sex was meant to be a form of play that sex was meant to be silly. The music she listened to that made her feel silly and dance was sexy music to her. And this one shift led her to plan and initiate sex more often because it was something she started to look forward to. This one shift made her want to pause the evening chores and prioritize fun, sexy time. 
and her and her spouse were able to make sex a fun thing they did together instead of something they argued about every few months. My client Stephanie's shift was realizing that her struggle with sex wasn't really about sex, but was about how she was showing up in her everyday life. She had her long list of things to do and needed everything in her version of perfect. She just needed everything to line up and what she had imagined was going to be the perfect situation. And this was also showing up in her sex life. She wasn't allowing herself to stop and relax and just enjoy the moments in her life. And this transferred over to her sex life. Sex felt like a burden and an inconvenience because other forms of pleasure and play and anything outside the to-do list felt too far away. Like she had to just like get everything done before she could allow herself to relax and play. And until the to-do list and the, you know, was done, then she wouldn't allow herself to share love through sex. She wouldn't allow herself to have fun through sex. So her shift was when she realized the way she was approaching her life was literally the way she was approaching her sex life, that they were the same. So she was able to take a look at how she was approaching other things in her life and see how they were parallel to how she saw her sex life. The way she thought about one thing was the way she thought about everything. This shift for her was really powerful because it became not just about sex while we were working together, but it was about her whole life. And so we would do these exercises and meditations and and worksheets and questions about her being a turned on woman and what that looks like to her, what that felt like to her. And then she's able to define that for herself what it looks like to be a turned on woman, not just to sex, but to life. My client Nicole's shift was when she realized that she only allowed herself to desire sex if her husband did this and this first. He had to connect with her enough emotionally and she didn't ever really know when was enough because she never felt he was able to really connect emotionally enough. He had to help with all the things on the to-do list and be in a good mood and initiate at the right time. And then she would allow herself to want or at least show up to sex. This shift that changed everything for her was a psychological shift that neither of them had to be or do anything different in order for them to connect sexually and enjoy sex together. She said, I am amazed. Sex the past three days has been so, so good. I have never felt more open, confident in my body, what I need and want, and relaxed. Making the decision to choose sex and intimacy for myself, even with her and things not being perfect between us, was the best decision. I can't believe I was able to do it, but I did. I feel in control of myself and mature and empowered. Wow, I am so, so excited for more sex. I think more excited than my husband. She continues, I feel like I have finally shed that mindset that sex is done for someone and instead it's something we create together 
And even before that, it's inside of me. I possess inside of me everything I need to want and desire sex. It's not contingent on my husband living up to certain standards of perfection. (sighs) Isn't that beautiful? I love that she shared that. And I just want to take a little side note here on perfection because a lot of people will be like, I'm not a perfectionist. I just want this. Like, I just want my husband to actually, like, be interested in me in non-sexual ways. Well, sometimes that can be a form of perfection. Because what we're saying is, I will allow myself to want sex or to desire sex or to increase my desire or to be interested in, or I will allow myself to pay attention to sex if this and this and this happen. So that is a form of perfectionism, saying, I will do this if this happens. And we're allowed to come up with limits. I'm not saying, you know, you should just always be open to sex with everyone anytime. Okay. And of course, we're not going to go through all the nuances. I think you all are wise enough to be able to understand the truth of what I'm saying in your own personal life. But it's like, how many expectations do I have around sex? Am I saying I'll allow myself to want when my husband is perfect and is perfect even like, have I even just like defined what perfect means? And is there another way I could see this? Like, is there a way I could allow myself to desire sex and to turn to my husband sexually without these rules and ideas? around how much we should be connected emotionally before I allow sex or how, you know, all these things have to be done before I will allow myself to want sex. Just in your own personal life, think about how that could be possible in your life. I get messages from people often that say, well, how am I going to, how can I actually see sex as a place to refuel when there's so much to do To even have sex, like you both have to shower beforehand and then you have to shower afterhand or yeah, afterhand. I don't know. (laughs) And then you have to, you know, turn out all the lights and make sure the fan is on and make sure the kids are asleep and you just go through this checklist and it's like, well, what if you didn't have to do all of that? That's something to be open to. Like, what if none of that had to be done before you can enjoy sexy time with your spouse? Another shift that changed everything for me was that sexual and emotional connection are not two separate kinds of connection. We don't wait around for emotional connection before we allow ourselves to connect sexually. And if we do wait around and we have these two kinds of connections separated, then we are missing out on the whole point and we will be waiting a very long time. We aren't trading emotional connection for sexual connection. We aren't giving sexual connection for emotional connection. It's not either or. These two are one and the same. 
when we are separating these types of connections, we are putting up a wall around our hearts and we will never get the connection that we are hoping for. We are bringing our hearts to our sex lives. We are allowing sex to be more than intercourse. We are allowing sex to start way outside of the bedroom. We are sharing ourselves with our spouses. We aren't separating these two types of connection. There is no line between emotional connection and sexual connection. They are meant to be intertwined like two lovers. True sex is the bringing of your whole self to your spouse. If you haven't experienced this kind of wholeness and connection, then it makes sense why you would be avoiding sex. Try connecting with yourself sexually. Try opening your heart to embracing your sexuality and accepting that you are a sexual being and that when you show up sexually, you are connecting emotionally. Being, being willing to stop separating your emotional connection and your sexual connection is so important. This is a huge shift. Be willing to let these two reside together. Be willing to fill yourself up to the brim and then overflow with self-love, compassion, and goodness and then share the overflow with your spouse. Then and only then will your desire increase your relationship with sex will heal and you'll feel seen and loved as a whole woman by your spouse. Another shift that happens for my clients that changes everything is connecting to your own sexuality and sharing that part of you with your spouse. And that this, this is here where the shift happens. This is the actual connection they were waiting for. Many women say they're waiting for more emotional connection from their spouse before they feel like connecting sexually. But most women who are struggling with low desire are needing to give the sexual part of themselves attention and investment, not wait for more emotional connection before they will stop feeling the lack and disconnect with their spouses. If you have a low investment in your own sexuality, you're going to feel a lack in your life. You're going to feel a disconnect in your marriage. And waiting for other kinds of connection before you allow yourself to open up sexually will just keep your desire low and will keep you waiting a really long time for that wholeness you're thinking the emotional connection will give you. I personally started talking to and listening to the sexual part of myself. I personally decided to personify her because this made it easier for me to listen to her. The truth is that we have different parts of ourselves, and if we aren't giving attention to these parts, then of course we feel a lack of connection to ourselves and our spouses. Talking to, listening, and giving positive, loving attention to my sexual self was simply just listening to myself. 
but personifying this part of me made it easier and less confusing. Thinking of my sexual desire as a teacher and then a mentor and then a good friend made it easier and easier to listen and learn. Eventually, I understood that I was just connecting to and listening to myself and like bringing every part of me to my life, but that isn't essential in getting started and shifting everything. You can just like think of the sexual part of you as a as a part of you that you can actually like it's kind of separate in a little a way, like a relationship with someone else, like a friend or a teacher. You can start seeing them like that because sometimes that helps you to start integrating the sexual part into your own life. You are a sexual being and leaving this part of yourself out of your life will result in a feeling of lack, in a feeling of incompleteness. We can skirt around the bush and say that we need this or we need that before we allow ourselves to pay attention to our sexuality or we can just face the facts and start investing the right attention in the sexual part of ourselves and then choosing to share this part of ourselves with our spouse. A lot of us are, you know, just showing up to sex, but we're not actually bringing the sexual part of us to sex because we don't know the sexual part of us, because we haven't dealt with this part of us, because we haven't gotten to know the part of us. So we're bringing other parts of ourselves to sex, but we're not bringing the sexual part of ourselves which then just leaves us feeling a lack. It leaves our husbands feeling something's off and not right. It's very unsatisfying. And in this situation, we are left, are, you know, we're left feeling like I need more emotional connection. And then our husbands are left thinking I need more sex. And none of that is true. What everyone is waiting for is for, both of you to bring your hearts to the sexual relationship and to bring the sexual part of yourself to the relationship, to know the sexual part of yourself and to choose to bring that. You're like bringing your whole self to your sexual relationship. You'll be amazed at how this gives you the connection you've been telling yourself that you're craving. You'll feel whole And you'll stop waiting for your spouse to meet your needs because there won't be a lack. You'll begin to see yourself as a whole and complete woman who is adored and loved. You'll find daily moments of deep connection, all kinds, with the one you crawl into bed with at night. Sometimes we put so many rules around when we will allow ourselves to desire sexual connection. And the reality is that we won't find all the connection we crave until we connect sexually with ourselves and then bring that part of us to our relationship. The one shift that could change everything for you could be the idea that the thing you are avoiding, good sex, is the thing that will change everything for you when you finally allow yourself to want it. It's not always easy to make these shifts, and 
make these shifts a part of your reality on your own. It's hard to do. That's why I have my program called New Year, New Sex Life, and I'm currently enrolling. It's different than an online course. The reason I created this program is because I have over 50 people on my wait list waiting to work with me in my private coaching practice. It would take me 10 years to help everyone. So instead, I took my private program lessons and put them online to release weekly for a year, created a community for all the students to support each other. And I'm in the community daily interacting and helping. I scheduled monthly calls to help even more, cut the price in half, and now I can help way more people. So if you're wanting to ditch the struggle with low sexual desire for good and enjoy an amazing sex life instead, come join us. The link to enroll is on my website. Coaching with Jamie. Jamie is spelled J A M E E dot com. Once enrolled, you have lifetime access to all the content in the program. The community, though, will close February 1st, and next year the price is going up. This is an introductory price for the first year. So if you're interested in the community and or the introductory price, then you won't want to wait to enroll. Okay, that is all for today. Are you going to remain open to one shift changing everything for you? Thank you for being here and for, for supporting yourself. I love you.